Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, executive editor of Recode. Thanks for listening to Recode Replay. Here's one of the interviews from the stage of Code Commerce 2017 in New York City. If you like it, please leave us a review at iTunes.com slash Recode Replay. It's awesome to be here. As Dan already mentioned, I'm Jesse Janae, founder and CEO of Lumi. And today I'm going to talk about something that might not be the latest buzzword. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, this object right here. So um, to you, I understand that this looks a lot like a box. In fact, it is a box. Um, but to me, I run a company called Lumi, and we help brands source and manage packaging, supply chain, through software. And to me, this box is like an adventure. <laughs> when I look at a box, I see everything that it took to actually bring this box to life. So I'm going to walk you through a little bit of that. Awesome. So a box has to come from somewhere, right? And a box actually starts with sustainable forestry. Trees are grown all over the US just for the purpose of bringing boxes to life. And then those trees are taken, ground down into pulp in massive vats. I've seen all of this in action. It's incredible. In massive vats. And then they're turned into massive paper rolls that in this photo, the paper roll is the size of a human being. I've stood next to them. They're taller than me. They weigh thousands of pounds, right? So trees, paper pulp, massive rolls of paper. And then those rolls of paper are loaded into a massive machine that I joke you not is called the corrugator, all right? The corrugator turns that paper. It laminates three layers with a squiggly layer in the middle and turns it into corrugated, which you might know as cardboard. So it's already gone through this whole adventure, and it's not even close to being a box quite yet. After that, whether you're making one box, 100 boxes, 1,000 boxes, or millions of boxes, a human has to make a cutting die, which is kind of like a big cookie cutter, but for boxes and for corrugated. So out of wood and steel, someone makes your cutting die, and now you're starting to make a box. And what I'm illustrating here and what is really important to me is I, I see that whole process when I look at a box um, because I've seen all the process in action. But this is not even the best part of packaging. What we're here talking about is kind of the future of commerce. And what fascinates me is that boxes are taking on whole new life. They were invented to get things from point A to point B, but with the, with the, the incredible growth of e-commerce, they're doing so much more now. And if you're an e-commerce entrepreneur, you see more in them than getting your product from point A to point B. Now, packaging and boxes, whether it's poly mailers, boxes, or packing tape, etc., actually becomes the only physical touch point that most e-commerce brands have with their customer aside from the product itself. So it starts to take on a tremendous amount of importance. And in effect, the way I think about it is that packaging has become the modern storefront. So you take your humble box and it is now becoming a storefront of its own. I'm going to walk you through five examples of brands that I think have done an incredible job of leveraging the packaging supply chain to make way more than a humble thing that keeps their products safe. I'm sure you guys have seen this box. Uh, this Casper is leveraging packaging to do something that I find really special. 
it's actually becoming a part of people's memory of important moments in their life. When you scan through a lot of the social sharing that people that people commemorate um, snapping snaps of their Casper boxes coming or being unfolded. It actually commemorates them moving into a new home or adding, you know, a member to the family. And whether that's, you know, a normal customer or it's Kylie Jenner sharing that experience with millions of millions of her fans, um, it's incredible to leverage a piece of cardboard into something that shareable. Another personal favorite of mine. Ollie, a newer brand. I'm, I'm a big customer of theirs, and it's actually my dog, Flexo, who <laughs> consumes what we receive. But Ollie is leveraging packaging to create a really personal experience. So again, if all your customer gets to touch is the packaging and then the product that they receive inside, how can you dial up the personalization and make them kind of reach through that box into their home? Every packet of Ollie food says prepared for Flexo. Um, and so Flexo can't read, but I let him know <laughs> that it's just for him and that they really care about how he feels and, and what his dietary restrictions are and whatnot. I live in LA, so my dog doesn't actually have dietary restrictions, but he could, it happens. Um, <laughs> M.M. LeFleur. This one I, I get a kick out of because this is a really excellent example of leveraging packaging and these simple materials like corrugated into supporting a business model. So this is a woman's wear company and they have a program called the Bento Box Program where a stylist will style business essentials into the box for you and ship them to your home and you can try them on. When you receive them, it looks like a bento box. The, the packaging and that experience of opening it really translates your online expectations to what you're experiencing in your home. Rent the Runway. This example is a brand pushing what should packaging be in the future. So they're actually giving our standard corrugated a run for its money and saying, you know what? Our business model requires products to go from, from us, from the brand, to the customer, and then make a return trip. So this is potentially wasteful because it can only make one trip. What if we developed a shippable garment bag? This solves so many incredible like small problems. It's far less wasteful. The garment bag can make many return journeys. It also is a lot more useful. It has a lot more utility. When the UPS man drops it off, you can take it and just hang it in your closet. That is leveraging what can the packaging do that actually translates into someone's home experience and also is an economical move as well. And last but not least, uh, Me Undies. Me Undies is a subscription brand in Los Angeles, subscription underwear brand, and they have really fun patterns. And so they're always changing out the patterns uh, so in keeping things fresh, especially for subscription customers. Well, what I love about Miandi's approach to packaging here is that they take the, the patterns and the theme of each month and they're translating it onto the packaging themselves. But you'll notice that it's not just taking the pattern and throwing it on the packaging to kind of make things match. It's actually very aware of how people will photograph these items. This is a body conscious campaign that they did, um, body positivity. And the panda packaging 
is not the same as what is on the underwear. It actually complements it really well, and it actually photographs extremely well. So when Summer receives it, it's calibrated for like you open your package, you snap an incredible photo of it, it's memorable, it's very, very visual. <clears throat> and, and all of that, <laughs> I think what's kind of fascinating as a CEO of a supply chain oriented company is that when I look at a box, I see, I see all the layers. I see the corrugate grade and imagine where the paper pulp came from based on its color variation and everything else. But what it's achieving when it's leveraged by brands with this much creativity is far more than it was like essentially intended to uh, in, its, in its early nascent box days. And I'm really inspired by that. That's what we're working on at Lumi is taking what is possible in, the, in each packaging step, what each manufacturing process is capable of, and bringing that online so that entrepreneurs and creative people can actually leverage that and just purchase online without having to know everything about each manufacturing process. <clears throat> And what I'd like to cover here is, it's probably clear why I care about this and why I visit box factories and pay attention to how everything is manufactured. But I'm gonna illustrate why, from different perspectives, this also might be important. You have, from, a, from an e-commerce perspective, whether you're running a brand or you're thinking of running a brand, brands the, the best brands who are communicating, developing such incredible relationships with our customers are already leveraging pa packaging in a really powerful way. I love this glossy example of the zippered bubble pouch because it's so coveted amongst our customers, even though it's an inexpensive packaging item in the scheme of things, that people are taking it with them on international travel and using it as the like, iconic photograph in a location. They're also buying it. So it's become so coveted and so requested that you can actually purchase it as a separate item on their site. That is an incredibly successful usage of, of leveraging packaging. Another, another perspective is simply as a customer, as someone who wants to use the best products and understand where direct-to-consumer models are going, there are brands that, like Function of Beauty, that can ship you custom, um, custom calibrated shampoo and conditioner directly to your home because they've cracked the code of this perfect combination of packaging technology and product to get it to you. And last but not least, uh, I, my co-founder actually took this photo in New York last week. Um, this stuff is all around us. Like, if for no other reason to try to understand the future of packaging and how, how much more important it's becoming as more and more people transact online and get things delivered to them, we are surrounded by it. It is hard to walk down the street without seeing Blue Apron boxes on the stoop or seeing Away boxes or Amazon boxes spilling out of a UPS truck. And to me, it is a fascinating change because these used to be the ignorable items in our life. We just walked down the street and it was just plain craft boxes. But now, as these mini little storefronts, they're tiny reminders of how commerce is really changing. And they're all around us. So thank you for having me. Again, I'm Jesse Janae. Thanks for listening to Recode Replay. Remember to leave us a review at iTunes.com slash Recode Replay and be sure to check out our other podcasts. Every Monday, I host Recode Decode, a podcast about tech and media's key players, big ideas, and how they're changing the world we live in. On Thursdays, you can hear Recode Media, in which Peter Kafka interviews the smartest and most interesting people in the media world. 
And on Fridays, I host Too Embarrassed to Ask, along with Lauren Good of The Verge, where we answer all of your questions about consumer tech. You can find all these shows and more at Recode.net or wherever you listen to your podcasts.